Hi gorgeous, this is episode one. Our amazing guest today is John Lee Dumas, the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. Hey, this is JLD of Entrepreneurs on Fire and you are listening to Heart Cells with Christine Solonsky. Enjoy. Wow, I am so excited to have Mr. Fire Nation here today, John Lee Dumas, the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs every Monday and drops value bombs every Thursday. With over 2,000 episodes and 1.3 million listeners each and every month, he has a seven-figure business. GLD is just getting started, so let's see what kind of value bombs he's gonna drop today with us. And I'm sure we will have a lot of fun and get really, really great insights. And I don't know about you, but I am all fired up. So let's get started. Thank you so much, GLD, for being here today. I'm super excited and Welcome to Heart Cells. Well, I am fired up to be here, Christine. It was uh, cool hanging out with you in Berlin. And yeah. now we get to hang out on this great video call. It's so much fun. So, you know, the listeners might know your amazing and inspirational podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. So, guys, if you have not yet heard of Entrepreneurs on Fire, you need to check that out go to eofire.com and have a look. It's amazing. And we know that you are a master in podcasting, but there's more. So can you share something we don't know about your area of expertise yet? Well, I would say that, you know, besides podcasting, which I've been blessed to be doing now for over six years and published over uh, 2000 episodes to date, um, I've learned a lot and I've learned that, yes, like a podcast is something you can build a business off of, but if you want a real successful business, you need to have a sales funnel in place. And so for me, I could create 10,000 podcast episodes, but if I don't really have a goal or a focus or a call to action for my listeners, then I'm not going to be able to generate the kind of revenue that I would need as a podcast host and just as a human being to continue to be able to produce this free content for everybody. Um, so I became a master over the years in creating sales funnels. I like to call them funnels on fire to stay on brand a little bit. But I just think it's really important for people to realize that when you have great value to share in your podcast, you're going to have a certain percentage of your listeners who need more, who want more, who have big problems that they want you to solve on a more intimate level. And so that's where a great funnel can come in, where you can create a great free product or a service or a community that you're able to lead people into from your podcast. And then from that point, you can continue to bring them up that sales funnel into a place where they're getting a premium product or service to really make sure that you are running a successful business, which as we know, provides a lot of value and generates revenue. Those are two things that are key. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important. And I know you have a lot of amazing content on your site. So again, guys, if you have not checked it out, go to eofire.com and really have a look. I loved that funnel course. Um, so as an entrepreneur, 
um, you know that you know making offers and selling uh, this confidence is really really key and it might not have been always this way that you were really confident in selling um, do you remember when you started out have you always been really really confident or have you had some little challenges with getting your sales game up i was definitely not confident i had major challenges and struggles um, getting my sales game up because you know this is not something that comes incredibly naturally to most people i would say 99 percent of people have to work at this have to yeah. you know challenge themselves have to learn from others and that was one of the biggest benefits of being a podcaster is that guess what i became a podcaster because i really knew that i needed to learn from others, learn from successful businessmen and women, learn from successful entrepreneurs in general. And a great way to do that is to listen to podcasts or is to host a podcast where I can actually reach out and have the type of conversations and ask the type of questions that I have in business and in life in general. And so I was able to learn from, you know, guess one through 1000 as I was beginning my journey on what worked in business, what didn't work in business. And the common theme that just kept coming up over and over again was, listen, if you wanna be a success in business and in life, you've gotta learn how to sell. And, and that's kinda of why I, I love your brand because you do need to learn how to sell, but you need to learn how to sell from your heart because people are really gonna understand like, is this genuine, is this authentic? Like, is this person really coming from a place where they're my best interests are at heart? And if A, you are, which you should be, and B, you can really show that through your selling process, you're going to win at a much higher level. So all of this is very important to be realizing is that every entrepreneur is a salesman or a saleswoman. Every human being is a salesman or a saleswoman. Like, you know, if you're a stay-at-home dad um, and you have a three-year-old or a four-year-old, like you're having to sell him or her to go to bed at night. Like you're having to sell them. Like you, everything we do on some base level is in sales and on something you can bro be broken down into that. So it's an incredibly important process that we all need to learn from those who have come before. So I've learned from people who have come before me, you know, and you know, this is why, like I said, your podcast and your business is so important as well, because people are able to learn this process from you as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. So do you remember the first thing you ever sold in your life? The very first thing that I ever sold. So I definitely remember um, when I was in sixth grade, um, baseball cards um, mm -hmm. were a very important, uh, very big deal for me and my school and, and my age group. So I can remember um, I bought like this big pack of baseball cards and then I was going through the cards afterwards and I realized that I got one like really cool, really special, unique, rare baseball card. And I like looked it up and it's called the Beckett, which shows you like what the, what the value of it is. And it was worth like, you know, like $25 where I bought the whole pack for 25 cents. So I was like, oh my God. So I like went to the, to the nearest baseball store and I was able to like sell it to the guy that owned, that owned the place, you know, for like. $15, you know, because it was worth 25. So he needed to have a markup, of course. But I can remember coming home with like $15 in my pocket and being like, man, that felt good. I want to do that over and over and over again. Now, of course, I probably spent like $50 the next couple of months buying baseball cards that never turned out, you know, to give me that special card again. But it was like a cool first experience that got me like excited for the process. Yeah, awesome. So how, how did it make you feel when you went to that guy and you asked for the money? 
Uh, you know, I was nervous because I knew that he was like super experienced and he was running a business. He had a store and I kind of thought that I was going to get taken advantage of. And I just didn't really know how I was going to even broach the subject that I had this, this baseball card and what I was going to do. And so it was just like a very nerve wracking experience and build up to actually yeah. having that conversation. Awesome. But then afterwards, probably very exciting and rewarding going home with uh, 15 bucks in your pocket. Oh, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a feeling, you know, you can have if you, if you sell like natural and if you believe in the products and services, right? Yeah. And believe me, I was able to feel good about it because I knew that he was getting, you know, the great car for a great value. And that's what one thing that I've always strived for since then is, like when somebody buys one of my products or services or signs in front of my communities, I want them to, you know, really be able to, to look to their significant other and be like, this was of value. Like, I feel yeah. like I got my money's worth and then some. Yeah. And you provide so much value already. I know you have so many free stuff on um, your website um, for people to check out at eofire.com. And um, really like, you know, I've taken several courses and um, I signed up with you as well because I love the value you already provide in your free stuff. So for people then moving on and making an investment, it just totally makes sense and it feels, it feels natural in the process. Um, so how you do you actually deal this rejection if somebody says no to your offer? How, how do you handle that? So it's easier said than done, but I'm a big believer is that when somebody rejects you, you need to embrace that rejection because in, 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 in the big scheme of things, it's a good thing for a number of reasons. When you get rejected, number one, you can learn from that rejection. You can see why did that person reject you? What could you have improved? What can you do next time? So that's a blessing right there. Number two, you're always going to get rejected, you know, a large majority percentage of the time. That's just reality, you know, and going back to a baseball analogy is, you know, a all-star um, gets out seven out of 10 times. They're striking out, they're getting out. So only three out of 10 times is that um, baseball player succeeding and winning. And they're an all-star. They're the best of the best. So just, you need to think about that. You need to think about the reality that, you know, a majority of the time you're going to get rejected. So just look at that as another step closer to winning because you need to get a certain number of rejections every single time before you get that success before you get that win so i remember when i used to have to make phone calls um in corporate finance is that we you know we had to make 100 calls a day i knew without a doubt that 90 to 95 of those were going to be rejections but if i made 100 calls i'd get five to ten wins and successes but if i only made 50 calls i'd only get two or three it was just period as a numbers game and you have to look at it that way so you need to just get back up off the mat learn from it and drive forward awesome yeah i love i love that that you have to be successful by keep doing what others are giving up on and if you believe in your own services and products and you want to give that to the world you just have to keep going. It's pretty, pretty simple. So um, can you share with us your favorite mantra or inspirational quote that keeps you, well, maybe balance is not the right word, but that keeps you going and excited? Yeah, what keeps me going is a quote by Albert Einstein. He's somebody that I've always looked up to and admired. I love his biography, by the way. It's really inspiring. It's a great audiobook too. So you can check that uh, Albert Einstein's audiobook out. But one of his quotes that just really jumped out at me and really got to me at the right time in my life was 
try not to be a person of success, but become a person of value. Mm. And that mantra is so important to me because so many people like myself for the first 32 years of my life, I was trying to just become successful. I was chasing success and it was very elusive. But then when I flipped it on its head when I was 32, which is six years ago, and I started providing value, a free podcast, free courses, free information, and I was just being a person of value, then success found me. So that's a huge key, I think, for people is you have to be a person of value. And if you focus on that first and foremost, and you keep that mantra near and dear to your heart, you're going to win. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. So again, let us know where people can find you. Yeah. So all the magic for us, like you mentioned, happens at eofire.com. Our podcast is Entrepreneurs on Fire. I'd love for you to check it out. And uh, yeah, we just have a lot of free courses and gifts for entrepreneurs. That's what we do. Wow, thank you so much, GLD. What an amazing interview. Don't you think so, gorgeous? GLD dropped value bumps to the left, to the right. And what I really, really, really loved to hear is that he too thinks that when you sell from your heart, you play at a much higher level and you really, really win that business game. So what an amazing interview and what an amazing advice. If you want to know more, Check out christineschlansky.com slash podcast. I have put all the resources into the show notes so you have easy access. And also I'm inviting you to join the success library. The success library is my free membership where you find a lot of value. But today I want to point out the sales journaling prompts. These are really the prompts that I used to become stronger in sales, to have a better mindset, to be more confident, to, yeah, to go about it with ease and grace and to turn sales conversations into fun conversations. I have put them into a simple PDF that you can download right away as soon as you join the library and yeah, have fun with it, put it into action, use them and also let me know what you think of them. I hope you have subscribed and you send your friends and business partners to subscribe as well. Thank you so much for tuning in and tune in for the next episode. Bye for now.